Hey, hey, hey. This is your girl, Side of Star, coming to you with another episode of A Day in the Life of the Alpha Woman, the official podcast of the Easy Breezy Life community. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to a community of strong women where we all know just how challenging it can be to manage faith, family, life, and pursue your goals. So this weekly podcast is intended to give you tips and steps on how to move forward to get your emotional, mental, financial, physical, occupational, just all levels of your wellness in check. We are learning this together. So if you find that you are an alpha woman constantly juggling all the hats you wear, then this is the podcast for you. Before I go into today's topics, just want to make sure that I cover a few ground rules. We just want to remind you that the Easy Breezy Life is intended to be a group project. So this podcast is not intended to replace any professional, medical, legal, financial advice that you might need. If we talk about an area that triggers a point for you, we want to encourage you to seek out help from someone you trust or a professional in that particular area. Make sure you visit our website at www.easybreezy.life. That is spelled the letter E-Z-B-R-E-E-Z-Y dot life, L-I-F-E. And you can find us on Instagram at easybreezy.life, consistent with the website there. Make sure that if you enjoy this podcast, that you share, you comment, you like, forward it to a friend, let your girls know, let them tell them to listen to it at their lunchtime, tell them to listen to it on their commute. We try to keep all of the podcasts to no, nothing more than 20 to 30 minutes because we really know that you're busy just like we're busy and we got to get straight to the point. All right. So without further ado, we're going to take a little break to hear from our sponsors and we will be back to talk about today's topic. Stay tuned. And we are back. So today I want to spend some time talking about what it means to cultivate a growth mindset. Full disclosure. So um, for me, right, I have two degrees, working on a third one. And I remember graduating from my master's, vowing, vowing that I would never, ever, ever read another book or write another paper in my life because getting my master's was so stressful for me that I just felt like now that I had that degree, I earned the right to be ignorant for the rest of my life. But the truth of the matter is that if you truly want to be an alpha woman and thrive and grow and go from glory to glory like God intended you to, you really need to have a mindset of constant learning. And getting a learning mindset or a growth mindset involves us to be humble enough to know that every day we have something new to learn from this experience. And that learn leads to our growth. And that growth is important to us because if we are not growing, we are stagnant. And if we are stagnant, we're going to get stale. And if you're stale, you're dying. Okay. So we want to make sure that we are constantly pushing ourselves to become better. And one of the ways that I do that is by, you know, 
exercising my muscle of being a learner. I learn from everywhere, okay? Give me some Google and some YouTube. If I can find a video, if I can find an article, I promise you, I I believe that I can learn it. And I have learned many things, including how to podcast from watching YouTube and doing some Google searches. So don't underestimate the power of Google because I know I have some of my friends who are in higher education and they're like scholarly snobs where they're like, if it's not peer reviewed, it's not legit. But I'm trying to tell y'all that I believe that Google is the first step to legit. So I use Google liberally in all areas of my life and I am not ashamed to say it. So with that being said, um, something that I'm also addicted to is books. I love books and I love hard copy books. I know that like right now we're in this era where it's all about reading on the iPad, the Kindle, and I have an iPad and I had a Kindle and I still buy books. I also listen to audiobooks, So I'm kind of getting into that a little bit more because on my commute to work, audiobooks are a way that I continue to learn um, when I'm pressed for time. But really, I love books because there's nothing about turning a page and closing a book and seeing the ruffled corners and edges and knowing that you did that. It gives me a sense of completion that a Kindle Paperwhite just can't. I'm sorry. And I read a lot because over time, I've realized that it's so important to cultivate a mindset of constant evolution, constantly pushing our boundaries, keeping an open mind, hearing other worldviews, and really engaging in education in and outside of the classroom. So even when I'm not in school, even when I am not um, formally required to learn, I am always learning. I'm probably a learning junkie, finally learning how to put into application all the things that I've learned in my first quarter life of on this earth. And I think this learning mindset all started with me being a child, right? So I grew up in a house with eight kids and I was splitting the middle with my brother as the middle girl, always asking why. And when I was a little girl, my why was always perceived as being arrogant. It's like my dad would tell us to do something. Everybody falls in suit. Some people outright rebel, but I'd be the kid who would walk up and be like, why? I want to know why you're telling me to do this. I'm happy to comply as long as you can give me the why. And I grew up in a West African household. Well, my dad was West African. My mom was from Democratic Republic of Congo. And let me tell you, a West African Mandingo man does not want his little seven-year-old daughter asking why. And yes, at the age of seven, I was bold enough to walk up to any adult at that time and boldly ask them why. They were either doing something or why I was being asked to do something. And I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. And when I look back on that, it really is because that was me portraying leadership skills at a very young age. And so often we have young people, young women, young little girls who are inquisitive, who want to know the why, who seem to be challenging adults. And in some communities, that energy is thwarted rather than encouraged. Now, I'm not talking about just being outright rebellious and disrespecting your elders, which I I did a little bit of that too. I'm not going to lie, right? 
but that's that's where the parenting comes in. It's hard. You got to find the balance between encouraging growth, um, but also ensuring that your little young person is still respectful. But I don't believe in completely asking young, bright women to dim their lights because I was one of those young women who always asked questions and always felt like somebody was trying to dim my light. And even now in full grown adulthood as a mom, as a leader, as a wife, I find myself in arenas and spaces where somebody will try to low key shade or dim my light. But how many of you know, she ain't going for it. So I've always been a dreamer, remain a dreamer. You know, I like to call myself Sada Star the Dreamer. That's where the name Sada Star comes from. You got to dream a little bit for you to put a star at the end of your name all by yourself. Uh, But the reason why is because I've always felt that I was made for something bigger. I remember watching Oprah with my mama and always telling her like, mom, I just know that I'm made for something big and fully being convinced of that as a teenager and my mom humoring me. Now, I don't know if she was humoring me because she wanted me to be quiet so she could finish watching her show, but I think that she believed that I was made for something big too. And here we are at the Easy Breezy Life podcast. I know we are worldwide and we're going somewhere. We going places, aren't we Breezy Tribe? But the hard part about being there and asking for this why and being so inquisitive is that it kind of causes you to not fit in anywhere you are. So I would be at school and all the cool kids would be hanging out and there was all this hype and I'd start asking questions about what made the cool kids cool outside of them wearing baggy clothes, um, doing whatever they wanted out of school and getting C's in class. It didn't work for me. On the flip side, you know, sometimes I go and hang out with the geeks, but because um, maybe I wasn't as focused on academics as they were, because again, I wanted to focus on what I was learning, not what everyone else was learning. I kind of didn't really fit in there either. So a lot of times I found myself as the eyeball, like on the one hand, I'm captain of the cheerleading squad. And on the other hand, you're getting inducted to the honor society and you're eating lunch alone. It just didn't seem consistent with the way everybody else was living their life. I oftentimes found myself straddling the fence between two worlds, which is very much my life in every arena that I go to. I find that there is never really a place where I'm quite fitting in, but um, somehow I have just enough swag to make the environment work, right? So it's a little bit of culture bending. So I didn't know it back then in high school, but I realized that my quirkiness and not really being able to fit in everywhere was really God's gift to me because today I'm pretty much the same. You know, anywhere that I go because of my childhood experiences, I will find a way to make that environment work. And at the same time, I always commit myself to learning because I do ask the why. So if I'm in a hospital, I'm asking why. If I'm doing a real estate transaction, I want to know why. If something is funny with my money, I want to know why. And that is because I believe that number one, above all else, leaders are learners. Leaders are learners. And that is because above all else, you need to be competent. People need to trust you. They need to know that when they come to you looking for solutions that you're going to give them well-informed solutions. I love a good hunch and gut inspiration or feeling in my gut as much as the next person, but nothing beats somebody who's got good intuition and competent knowledge to back it up. So if you're going to be the head chick in charge 
If you want to be the alpha woman that's propelling other women to destiny, you have to be willing to live a life that is constantly role modeling and practicing active learning. And active learning just means that we are constantly working on ourselves, constantly engaging in self-reflection, asking for feedback from our trusted colleagues and friends and loved ones and family members, and being open to criticism and a willingness to change. It is developing what is commonly referred to as a growth mindset. And a growth mindset is nothing more than realizing that every obstacle is in fact an opportunity and that even when it looks like you're losing and it doesn't feel like a win, it is an opportunity to learn, reflect, make changes so that you can win in the next season. The second key to leveling up in a growth mindset is reading. Now, I'm not suggesting that the only way to cultivate a growth mindset is to read dense books about history, self-help, and faith, but I do think it's important to strike a balance. For example, for me in the morning when I wake up, I'm more than likely listening to Joel Osteen. He is the little motivational coach in my head. He doesn't know it, but his books, his sermons, they get me in the overcomer's mindset for what I'm about to go through and face for the day. It's just so important. They help me remember that all of heaven is rooting for me. So in my car, on the way to work, I might be listening to some Joel Osteen. Once I move on from that, it might be an autobiography book or some music that gets me motivated, that gets me excited for life, that causes me to remember that my Redeemer lives and that God is going ahead of me. I just believe that success leaves clues. And I need every little nugget that is out there from people who look like or who seem to be winning. And so I know that today in the day of optics and making things look good, it can be really tough to tell who's winning or who's not. But really more often than not, somebody who's taking the time to write a book about their failures and successes knows a little bit about what it takes to win some and then learn. The next thing you want to make sure that you're doing is cultivating a positive mindset. Garbage in, garbage out. What goes in is found out. As you read, watch, learn, and adapt, teach yourself to focus on the positive. Our world is full of negativity. So if you want to stand out, be positive. If you find yourself constantly pointing out everyone's flaws, you got some work to do. I used to be, and sometimes still struggle with being very critical. It's kind of like part of wanting things to be excellent, but then it just crosses this line of feeling like you got to be the truth teller and the person keeping it real all the time. And nobody hired you to be that for life. So for me, it wasn't until I ran into some challenges with my friendships at college that my friends really courted me and had to tell me the truth about cutting it out that I even realized there was a problem. And even after realizing there was a problem, I was not conscious of working on my mindset and focusing my thoughts on whatever was true, kind, and lovely enough to cultivate a positive mindset. So now, whenever I feel myself getting the blues or feeling some type of way, I can always trace it back to what I have been thinking about and meditating on on a regular basis, which it can be hard, right? Because, you know, the easy breezy life ain't actually easy. That's the catch, 
I mean, the, our, our platform is named the easy breezy life really because life never feels like that, but the Bible says it's supposed to be. So we're trying to figure out what we're doing wrong. Um, that makes our life more difficult than the Bible says it's supposed to be. So yes, um, positive mindset is so important because I have learned over time that I get so many more bees with honey and it's a tough one, but this is really where the Holy Spirit comes in and it's not always nice and easy, you know, but I try to actively commit to learning to see the good and some ways to do that is by keeping a gratitude journal, writing down 10 things every night that you are grateful for. And if somebody is working your last nerve, try to write down the last thing they did for you or the last couple things they did for you that made you really appreciate them to get us back on an equilibrium. Because it's really easy to villainize and be negative on a regular basis. The next step to a growth mindset and being a leader is choosing your friends like you choose your clothes. You're an alpha woman. That means you're a woman who leads. And so I know somewhere up in your closet is a power suit. And if there isn't one, there is some outfit that makes you just feel super duper or your favorite sweater that makes you feel comfortable. But we all got some clothes or maybe some bras in our closet that need to be thrown out that we've had for a little bit too long. And that's how I feel about some friends. What about your friends? You know, TLC had this popular song when I was growing up that was like, what about your friends? Will they stand their ground? Will they let you down again? So if you didn't grow up listening to TLC, that was a little melody for you. No, I am not uh, a Grammy nominated singer, but you still going to love this singing. Okay. And if you have no idea what I referenced, I just don't know if we could be friends like that. But seriously, if you have really got to get serious about deciding who you allow in your life and more importantly, your inner circle, and that inner circle has got to be locked tight. And I mean like two or three people max. And according to an 80 year Harvard studies, relationships are really the number one indicator of our happy and successful life. We all need deep, sustaining and uplifting friendships if we're going to get through life. So try to spend some time getting clear on who you are, your values, your principles, your goals, and start getting around people who share in that mindset. If community is important to you, get with some folk who also believe that, right? If faith is important, find a community for that. If being fit is important, get around those people. But definitely don't spend your time hanging out with people who look like the old you and ain't working with you to become the new you. We're not saying get rid of all your old friends, but if some old friends aren't willing to give up their old ways and you are, you need to be more mindful about who you are choosing to spend your time with. Number five is get up, girl. Girl, get up. Get up. Life is going to throw you bricks, lemons, blows, and everything in between. If your mind goes, you can forget about the rest. So I have learned to see life like a lifelong game of Super Mario World back in the day. And the game goes a little bit like this. You hit an unknown land, you overcome the obstacles, beat the big enemy, and level up to another land that is sure to be more challenging and difficult, and you do it over and over again until you reach the end. And that's really the Christian life, right? The race. I've run a good race of faith, right? 
I have been through a little bit in my little early life to know that tough times do not last, but tough people do. And even as I talk to you, I am going through one of the toughest seasons in my life. But I can tell you that if you find yourself falling off, you have to make up your mind first to get back up again. So there you have it. Today, I gave you five little nuggets to get on your journey to developing and cultivating a growth mindset. And that is number one, leaders and learner. You got to constantly evolve, constantly push forward, constantly engage and reflect. Number two, read, girl, read. Read the New York Times. Read a book. Don't always read Cosmo magazine because it's all right. But how many horoscopes and sex positions can one person learn? Read. Number three, cultivate a positive mindset. Get around people who are about that life also. If you put in garbage, you're going to get garbage out. So you got to feed yourself good things. Number four, choose your friends like you choose your clothes. You wouldn't walk out the house looking a hot mess. So don't choose a friend that makes you feel and look like a hot mess. They need to be building you up, not tearing you down. They need to be propelling you forward, not dragging you back and reminding you of the old you. Anybody who wants to remind you of the old you can remain the old them and you just have to keep it moving. And last but not least, girl, when you get kicked down, get up, girl. Girl, get up. Get up, girl. Girl, get up. It might take you a while to get up. You might have to sit on the floor and cry a little bit to get up. Get up might be a crawl today, a stand tomorrow, a step the next day, a walk and then a run, jump and leap. But when life gets you down, dig deep, find somebody who's going to help you get back up. Because sometimes you really do need other people in those deep moments. So those are my five lessons today. I love you so much. And I want to know before we come back next week, I want you to take some time thinking about what it is that you do when you're surfing the net, browsing social media. Are you editing and, and curtailing your feed or is your feed dictating your life? Are you learning something new every day? How much day do you, how much time of your day do you spend learning more about your business, your craft or your trade? Are you intentionally putting into practice everything you're learning? Who are the people who are encouraging your growth? How might you be able to cultivate those relationships? And what relationships do you have to give up or put some distance between you and them for you to become everything you are intended to be? The Bible teaches us that God gives us wisdom and understanding when we earnestly seek him. And in my view, it is simply not enough to just seek tons and tons of information if we're not going to do anything with it. The information you are seeking and feeding on yourself should really be helping you live a better life. And at this point in my life, I ask for God's wisdom on everything from the next step in my marriage to my next career or investment move to the friends I keep and the ones I drop. And let me tell you something, when God says move, no matter how much it doesn't make sense in the human eye, I just got to move. I just got to move. So there's some people in the past year of my life who's been dropped like a bad habit. They have no idea why. And sometimes I don't know either. I pray, I get a prompt and I move. So I want to encourage you to make some of those tough decisions and easy decisions about what it means to live your best life. Thank you for joining me for another episode of A Day in the Life of the Alpha Woman. Go out there this week, win, kick butt, come back, and let's do it again next week. 
God bless you. I love you and have a blessed week.